Okay, we're at 9 o'clock, so we'll pray and jump into this together. So, Father, uh, we are thankful, as always, for your grace, your goodness, and today we just get to reflect upon uh, the justification that you provide through faith in Jesus. And so help that to be uh, really, really uh, embedded in our minds and our hearts that we might uh, receive uh, strength and comfort and confidence and, of course, the salvation that comes through trusting in Jesus. And, Father, help us to be able to share, uh, to be able to uh, express uh, why we believe, express what we believe, and, uh, and show it in our walk, in our love, in our, our concern for others, uh, that people will ultimately come to know you and be saved through Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask our helpers to close the doors. Yes, thank you. They're just too noisy out there. Okay, so you've got uh, this sheet of the things that I kind of put together. Uh, this is lesson four, Saved by Faith. It's, it's going to take us a while to go through it, I believe. Um, probably not all today. And so there's a reason or two for that. One is there's quite a bit there. Two, um, there are these classic places in the book. The book is all good. It's all good. But there's some classic places that we need to really have. And Romans, particularly 1 through 8, is one of those places have you in your uh, lives, have any of you ever been exposed to what's called the Roman road? Got one, two. There are little publications, you know, little pamphlets or whatever, they express the Roman road. And it's one of the evangelistic methods that people are teachings that people use to share the gospel and to go through Romans and grab some verses and lead people to Christ through Romans and what's expressed there. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Uh, I think that that particular presentation is just a little bit weak, uh, but nevertheless, it's not a, not a bad idea. Uh, clearly, in the outline that I've put together here, we'll not look at every verse, every single point, but we're going to look at the sort of the thesis and the main points. Um, and I've talked before about owning a book, and Romans would be one of the ones to be high on the list of books that, that you, or epistles, whatever, that you, you know what it says. You've got it. It'd be wonderful to memorize it, okay? But absent that, get the reasoning and the points, know where they are, know how to find them, and, uh, and believe them. Uh, I probably have shared at some point with you, I... I preached Romans 1 through 8 one time when I was visiting a congregation in 1982. Yeah, 1982. Um, I was still a student at the time, but had been through Romans, and I only had a semester to go in school, and, um, and we were on the, on the road that summer. And I preached it, and an elder of the church came up to me afterwards and said, he thanked me for it, he said, that's the first time I've ever understood grace. Okay, I, I share that, and I've had other experiences like that, uh, and it's a testimony to the fact that sometimes we've missed it. Okay, now hopefully we haven't missed it, okay, but, uh, but it's something that we really need to have and to own. So as we go through this, we're going to want to really have this in our minds and hearts, the truth that's in these 
this text and, and the points we'll make. We want to see Paul's reasoning. Um, I don't remember which Ivy League school, but it was one of them, maybe more than one. So Yale or Princeton or Harvard or whoever. And in their, uh, in their law school, when they taught logic to the lawyers so that the lawyers would reason well, have good logic for their preparation and their arguments in court and all that stuff, um, Romans, this epistle, was used as one of two ancient texts for them to learn how to reason. Paul reasons so well from his basic points to his conclusions that they wanted the lawyers to understand how to reason as well as Paul did and does. And so there's a, a number of reasons to look at this. Um, like I said, we'll go through it slower than these other things we have, and hopefully it'll, 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 it'll stick um, well. So we'll just start. Um, introduction. Man has always been saved by faith. Why would I start with that statement? Why is that statement potentially significant? Because a lot of people will say they have faith. Okay. Um, a lot of people say they have faith. Uh, we're going to learn in this process what faith is or how it's taught in here, Abrahamic faith. Um, Many religious groups say faith Okay, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, whether they would articulate it or not, believe that they're saved by law. Either they'll reason it a bit that way, or they don't reason it that way, but it's what's in their minds and hearts. They don't know how to break away from earning their way. It's why, literally, potentially, that that elder I mentioned had never really fully understood grace. We are in a culture, a legit, legitimately, where we learn to earn everything. So what are some examples of what we earn? in life. What do we yeah. now Wow, okay, sin, yeah. <laughs> Break out of that one a minute. Okay, set the Bible aside for a second. What do we earn in life? Paycheck. Paycheck. We learn to go to work, labor, and get paid for it. Okay, what else do we earn? Student grade. Grades, study, learn it, Perform, get better grades. Okay, what else do we earn? Respect, okay. You earn that, and, and to extend that a little bit, but based on this sort of relational thing, uh, in a sense, uh, earn the favor, eventual love of the guy or the gal when you're dating. You know, you gotta kinda, gotta kinda earn that. Um, yeah? Oh yeah, consequences, okay, for our actions. That'd be sort of a, like a negative earning at times, but it could be a positive earning, depending on what, on what those things are. Um, yo, was that a hand? No? Or are you just saying hi? Huh? Yeah, yeah. So you're, you, we're just in a culture. Well, how about, I mean, exercise, if you, you sort of earn good conditioning by working at it. It's, it comes naturally in our world. The grace of God in being justified, we'll talk about that in a bit, but being justified or saved by faith is not a natural thing. Um, 
How many times have people wanted to, be, to do, get everything right so they can be right with God? Okay, now there's nothing wrong with wanting to get things right. There's nothing wrong with wanting to walk in a path of righteousness. That's a pretty good thing. But not, a, not to earn. Paul says elsewhere in Galatians, you have fallen from grace, right? You've been severed from Christ. You who are seeking to be justified by law, okay? If people seek to be justified by their performance and law-keeping, it severs them from Christ. Why would that be? That if we, if we seek justification, by the way, I know I'm sort of teaching, preaching this as, oh, we've got to learn it, okay, but we want it for our own well-being, but we want it so we're able to share and discuss when people need this, but what did I do? I asked something. What did I ask? <laughs> Pardon? What we earn? Yeah, that, but in, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, we will fail. The law is there to show or instruct, if you will, that we, we can't make it. It's really why God put law in place, the, the law of Moses and all this, so that people could under, it exposed, it revealed sin clearly, and they, they couldn't make it. It's so they would ultimately be poor in spirit. They'd recognize their own spiritual poverty and that they just couldn't make it on their own and they need some kind of help uh, to get there. Um, so I don't remember what I said a few minutes ago, but anyway, the, the, uh, the number of times that people um, depend upon their performance in order to feel right, feel good, get right with God is, is pretty massive. Um, Janie and I are working with a lady who has that kind of um, struggle. Uh, the, the need to get everything right or fear of losing salvation, not being saved, that sort of thing. It is rampant for numbers of reasons. Uh, another one is that there are groups uh, that have taught you need to earn your way, and you know a certain flavor of that at times has been in our own fellowship. It, it's existed. It, isn't, it, it, it better not be prevalent, and we wouldn't want there at all, but it does exist. And so we want to make sure that that's not the case, that, that we don't feel that way. So don't hear me say that it doesn't matter what we do. That's not the point. The point is that we are saved by faith. It's because of a trust in, in Christ. Oh, I know, maybe what I was going to say. If we, if we try to earn our way at some level, it, we would fall from grace because it's an expression or a belief or something rooted in us that isn't trust in Jesus at all. You see what I'm saying? We're trusting our own behaviors instead of trusting him. And if justification or salvation comes from trusting him, when we aren't because we're trusting ourselves, well, I guess we don't get it. Okay? All right. So that's why man has always been saved by faith. What about the people who are under the law of Moses? What about the Jews when they had the law of Moses? How did it work? Saved the same way. Saved the same way. But so a way I would say it is 
Uh, we're saved apart from law. They were saved while under the law. Still, apart, still not earning their way, but they were under the law. It was the dispensation, if you will, the, the, the circumstance under which they lived, and their, their guidance, the, the, the things that God called them to, they were to be faithful and, and do those things, but not to earn their way, but to be responsive to God. Okay? Right, yeah, and, and uh, again in, in Galatians, Paul talks about the, the law being a tutor. Uh, there's other words, uh, it's paedagogos in the Greek. Uh, it, it could be translated mammy, and that may be sort of a racist thing in our culture and history, okay, but the point is, that the, what did the mammy do? Raised the kids, okay, took care of them, taught them, did everything. In, in place of the parents, right? Or a tutor teaches a child. That's another way to translate the word. Um, and so the law was given to instruct, to teach the Jews how it all really works and that they aren't making it on their own. Okay. Uh, God has expressed this truth in many places. One of the most thorough and comprehensive places is Romans 1.16 through 839, which is what we're going to look at uh, in this stretch of our lessons. Uh, this lesson will briefly outline that text. Okay, so overall Romans 1, uh, 16 through 839. The first part is teaching about sin. It's Romans 1, 18 through 320. So if we were going to outline it, that, that's the section that really describes sin and the reality of it, the existence of it, the consequence of it. So we're going to want our Bibles, and we've got some blanks. They're not going to be hard, I believe. Um, first bullet, Paul effectively makes four points which reason that all people have sinned. The first one of those is chapter 118 through uh, 32. It's all listed on your sheet there. The wicked have sinned, and we all know it. They sometimes profess to be wise, but still pursue and approve things that are worthy of death. That's kind of a, a summary-ish of that section, but there's four bullets we're going to look at. At 118, what has been revealed? So somebody want to read 118? See if we can get it on tape, nice and loud. Okay, so what has been revealed? Yeah, God's wrath has been revealed. He's not happy <laughs> about sin, okay? Anyway, against what? It's been revealed against what? All, yeah, all unrighteousness, ungodliness, okay? Depending on your versions and all. All of it. His wrath is revealed against all of it. 1, 22 through 32. What are some examples of these things that Paul gives? So it's been revealed against all ungodliness. He doesn't list all ungodliness because he can't. But he lists some. What is it? 